was the sound of the Jags roar. Welcome back to a new episode of the Jag Off Hour. This is the PP special. <laughs> no, uh, the Project Pantheon special, not the other PP. But today is an awesome episode with the head of Project Pantheon. Shout out Luke, the man, the myth, the legend. You can find him on the social medias at either Project Pantheon or I think it's Shredhead07. I know we say it in the video. So I hope it's Shredhead. I don't know. It's something like that. I'll put it in the description. It's not that deep. Uh, it was an awesome episode. We had a lot of fun recording it. We ended up recording our longest episode yet. So that was awesome. But yeah, shout out the boys in Belgium. Sh- <laughs> shout out everybody still listening. Shout out everybody supporting us. Everybody all the friends, all the family, everybody at Rogue. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. I'm going to shut up before you guys end up tuning out. Uh, but if you like it, make sure to download the episode. Like Asa said, download the episode, uh, share it, follow for more, and yeah, leave suggestions, let me know what we can improve on, but I hope you enjoy! Mm. See ya. So this is the first one. That's cool, bro. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. We're getting there. Yeah, bro, that's wild. Death. That's hands. So it's either that so, or I'm gonna do either that or collector of souls. One of the so two. is there a significance to the scythe with the? Uh, that's a specific item from yes, the it store, is. isn't it? Yes, what, it is. Yeah, let me get the let me get the story on. Okay, it. so because I love that shit. Godly possessions, right? The godly the the big three. So I'll have multiple pantheons. Obviously, you have Egyptian, mm-hmm. Norse, Greek. Um, you have uh, Mayan. You have Indian, you have Jap- uh, Japanese, all of these different pantheons. We're not all... doing Roman because that's just Greek. Well, Roman, names. yeah, it's pretty much the literally the exact same thing. It's you have Jupiter, pantheon. Pluto, all of those are the... Yeah, it's it's the... the same pantheon. They no, it's right. not, dude. Greek gods have no anuses, okay? <laughs> Romans have Uranus. <laughs> you're, 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 you're right. Yes. So, uh, so There's the no anuses in Greece. <laughs> so I kind of mix this, and I kind of put my own flavor on it. So the bident uh-huh. or the pitchfork is Hades. It's Hades' uh-huh. pitchfork. So you have the trident, which is Poseidon's trident, yeah. and then Zeus's thunderbolt, which is singular. Yeah. Which is singular. So you have the one, two, three, mm-hmm. the big three of the Greek mythology. So this is I started with this one Hades because um, for some reason I just had the inspiration to draw this, and so I did it. I'm working on Poseidon's now, and then Zeus's will be next. So that's that other one you showed me. Uh, that, the Poseidon's one. Yeah, so that that was the, I guess that's another sneak peek I'll, I'll give you guys. Yeah. yeah. And it's not anywhere near that's done, but it's getting there as well. <laughs> so. Oh, that's cool. That's the Poseidon one. That's fucking yeah. dope. So I'm putting my own other spin on it because what a lot of people do too is they, I like to kind of humanize like gods because I think that the stories that they were told with were I think people misinterpret what they what they were like intended for I think people put like gods on there and then they're like instantly think of them like as these wild natural creatures where I think that really what it was is that they were incredibly exceptional people that they 
knew of that they had that they actually saw and had experiences yeah. of them doing these wild things. <laughs> they tell a story in a manner, obviously, to make their names heard throughout the ages so that they can inspire other people yeah. to be great like those people. And so on and so forth. That's that's kind of how I look at it. I actually, I actually, I'm in agreement with that because uh, all of the stories. I studied Greek mythology a lot. I was really into Greek mythology. Got kind of into North, Norse mythology. Uh, Norse mythology is incredibly complex. It's wild, dude. But, um, but wild. all of their stories, all of them have a very human element in them. Like not like all of it is. Uh, is teaching a very human lesson, you know, like... There's morals to it. There's morals to it. Mm-hmm. The gods aren't some perfect, omnipotent being who never sins. Nope. You know, they're they're real fucking, uh, like, people. Like Zeus, Zeus be over stuff. here fucking cows and Zeus shit, bro. <laughs> like, come on, bro. The most cow in the land. Yeah. Which was a lady at one point, mind you, and was turned into a cow by Hera. Yeah. So... Let's be clear. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, no. Uh, all of their lessons, like, have they all have a very human aspect in them? Whether it is Zeus sleeping around and getting like put in the doghouse by his his wife, or like many other lessons in there, they all they break it down on such a human level. And so I do agree there. Like, perhaps they were just exceptional humans back yeah. then, and then. You have no yeah. idea. I mean, like, the way that stories are told, it's all an interpretation of what we see today. For sure. You know? Um, yeah. So. Well, that's as good a point as any. Welcome to the Jagoff Hour, man. Dude, thank you for having me here, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, bro. Uh, I turned it on right when we started talking about mythology and shit. Oh, word. Hell yeah. But, yeah, that leads into, like, bro... Shout out Project Pantheon, oh, your dude, little, your little you so baby. Much, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, we're 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 super humble and we're we're really happy to be here. Dude. Yeah, man, I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, what what made you choose the name Project Pantheon? Because that's pretty fucking dope. I appreciate it. So at first, the the way I wanted to look at it is obviously it is in fact a project. This is not a, a completely established like established thing yet, and. I realized a long time ago that I wasn't going to be able to do it, you know, on my own. I was going to have to, to, to kind of build a community in order to get exactly what it is that I was looking for. Um, and it is a project. Pantheon, where that came from is, is look at certain definitions. There's a place of worship amongst the, like for gods or a collection of gods. It's kind of the, the Webster's dictionary of the word pantheon. And I chose that word just because one, it, it sounds incredibly cool and it highlights exactly what I'm trying to highlight, which is exceptional people, you know, gods among men. That's kind of how yeah. I like to view oh, that's certain cool. people, right? So, you know, our mission statement is is we wanna we wanna create the next great pantheon through the sponsorship and advocacy of amateur fighters. Yeah. And action sports athletes. Um the reason why I, you know, picked those in particular is when um, I was coming up, you know, when I was first coming up into, you know, being a kid, mm-hmm. what my interests were, you know, motocross, freaking, uh, I always had like a big thing for, you know, like the Power Rangers and like all of these warrior archetypes, mm-hmm. you know, these really awesome individuals. Like you look at Power Rangers and those kids were extreme sports athletes. Yeah, no doubt. Every one of them, you know, they all had their own little, you know, they weren't like you know, shout out to basketball players, football players, you know, kudos to you guys. It's just not my particular cup of tea. Well, and also the path for that is, is laid. Um, yes. And if you could be a football player or turn into a giant robot to fight space aliens, come on, bro. Dude, you know you would Pick do it. Pick the right it. choice. You know you would do it. You know you would do it. 
Um, so anyways, that's why I picked that, you know, cause I always looked at those individuals as gods among men. Like as a kid, like I always kind of put them on that pedestal and I was like, dude, I want to be, that's what I want to be like, you know, and whatever I got to do to get there, I will absolutely do that. So I didn't really have the opportunities though to kind of pursue it. Yeah. At a young age. At a young age, you know, like I was very, I had a great childhood, make no mistake. My parents are fucking fantastic people. I love my mom, love my dad. Um, they're great. They just wanted me to do other things, yeah, right? Of course. Um, which is, you know, obviously a parent's prerogative. They want as a parent, I, I, I mean, I'm not a parent, so I'm gonna <laughs> right, re- right. revoke that. Statement. He said as a right. parent. Like, yeah. I, let me re say this from yeah. the mindset of like Daddy IZ, of or whatever. Like, you probably don't want your kid doing motocross and flipping, doing backflips on a dirt bike, and like. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. why can't you skateboard instead of motocross? Real, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. do some BMX for first or something. You know, like, right. I get it, but also, like, yeah, I, I understand the other aspect too, where those opportunities weren't even presented right. as a kid. Yeah, you know, for me, and I also had a great childhood. Like, I was very lucky to have both my parents and and all my siblings in the same house, and shit was crazy sometimes, and we were never rich, but like, always had food, always had a roof. Yeah. So I was very lucky in that way. But um but yeah, we didn't have the opportunity for like a lot of cool shit. We didn't have the opportunity to train martial arts because it was just outside of my parents' price range as a as a man with seven kids. Yeah. So um it put us outside of that range for like football in school because we couldn't buy the jerseys and sure. the gear. Mm-hmm. It put us outside the range for basically any extracurricular activities other than wandering the streets and doing hoodlum shit. Right. Which is what I ended up doing. I want to do hood rat shit with my friends. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I, I know exactly, uh, I know exactly how you feel and what you're, what you're talking about in those regards. Um, and that's exactly why I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, obviously in this world you, you got to make money, but I want to, I want to sell gear and I want to sell apparel um, and 50% of all of my profits I want to put towards the sponsorship of amateur fighters and young action sports athletes, yeah. whether it be BMX, you know, inline skating, motocross, whatever it is. You know, if some kid wants to go to a camp somewhere and yeah. take, you know, take some two-week racing camp or go to, like, go to freaking Thailand for a month, like something that you just did, I would have loved to have been able, if someone's like, dude, this is my fucking dream, man. Yeah, and I just don't have, I don't have the means to do it. Um, this is what it'll do for me. This is what I want to do with it. This is how I'm going to use it. Yeah. They come send me some message like that, and I'd be like, "Snap, done." Yeah, like that's what I want to do, and it's just a community of all of us doing whatever we can. That's why you've grown the beard out. You want your Zeus, bro? Dude, that's appreciate that, <laughs> well, I appreciate that a lot. The hair and the beard thing—that's actually kind of—that's another story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to that someday, but um. Yeah, I just want to help out the community that's given me so much. Yeah. Like, martial arts, action sports, without it, I would not be who I am oh, today. Yeah. Um, and, like, I fucking love every aspect of action sports comments. I just love it. I love what the people have to go through to be better at it. I love the people yeah. who are in it. Like, uh, I put a post up the other day that was like, you know, you gotta, like, it's awesome when you have people who are willing to just take it to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you take and you give it back, they smile and they're like, hell yeah, dude. Like, and they just keep, you know, you keep each other better. Iron yeah, sharpens yeah. iron type of thing, you know? So that's yeah, the, man. that's the whole reason why I'm doing this. I love that, bro. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. 
Oh, we gotta be louder. Gotta, it gotta, oh, yeah. I like that. Let's yes. go, yes. bro. Yes. yes. Yeah, bro, Shout out Project Pantheon, bro. I appreciate you guys. Beautiful message, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's a great thing, too, because I feel like now combat sports and like action sports. Even football, even soccer, all of them, like they're providing a very important outlet for humans. Just as a species, we need to be doing shit that makes our heart race, makes our minds think, you know, very actively, very in the moment, like, Mm -hmm. and situational. um, Because that's how we came up as a species. Oh, yeah. Hunting and always being preyed upon and you always had to be ready and you might have to run from a predator. You might have to fight this other tribe. Like, you always had to be ready for some shit to go down. Mm-hmm. And I feel like nowadays everything is so handed to us and it's great. But it's so handed to us that, uh, you know, we don't have any real challenges in everyday life. Yeah. And so, that's where, I don't know. No, you would it's like, it's like, that's where depression comes in for me, is when I don't have a challenge, mm-hmm. and I don't have something that I have to f- strive for and work hard for, that's when I slack, and that's when, like, my mind just starts thinking over every little thing, and I'm always stressed out. Yeah. Like, there's no outlet for all this physical energy that we're supposed to be expelling each day. Oh, yeah. Well, you think about it, man. Like, we are the, uh, like, I mean, not to be completely ridiculous, but out of, you know, species as a whole, we are, I mean, we are the apex predators For on the sure. planet, obviously. You know, like, as a whole, singularly, absolutely not. You get crushed by an elephant in a heartbeat. But so, yeah, jaguars. Unless it's jaguar, of course. You know, you're going to freaking, that's, that um, poor elephant. I've got sharp elbows, bro. <laughs> I went to Thailand, no elbow, no yeah. elephant even ran up to me, bro. Like, <laughs> that's that's awesome. all I'm saying, man. Yes, sir. Um, but I mean, yeah, we, <laughs> we're, we're, we're overly satiated in today's culture. You know, yeah. everything is, it is easier. You know, um, I was fortunate enough to, um, if you guys don't know, I'm, I'm a former Marine. So yeah. I was lucky enough to, to kind of have to like go out and do kind of that shit for long periods of time and kind of really get that whole like, Okay, this is what it was like back in the day. You don't have AC, you don't have cover, you don't have this. You're constantly having someone's always having to be up mm-hmm. to watch the you know the perimeter, make sure everything's good yeah. all the time. Everything's got to be on it. You're doing this because if you don't, this person's going to get hurt. You can't do this and can't do that. The next person's not going to make it. You know they put those real. Yeah, real parameters on a situation. You know, you go to work in a factory somewhere or you go to work in a desk job in an office where it's nice and it's perfect mm-hmm. all the time. You have no real worry about what's going on in the world besides getting your emails read and doing what you got to do to get home. Like, this is what you're talking about. That depression comes in because your body's not having to do what it's designed to do, yeah. you know, which is live, but it's also like survive. Survive. And thrive and be able to, you know, well, do those do thing, those natural yeah. things like you want to climb a structure you know yeah. everybody every dude inside like every dude every lady they want to climb a social structure right mm-hmm. whether you want to say that you do or don't you do in some form or fashion and um like that's just like what are we what are we doing nowadays to do that well we change it up completely mm-hmm. we make it all about the mental rather than kind of using everything yeah have these super super nice homes that we live in versus 
being out in the woods and worrying about making fires all day. We don't have to do none of that anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly right. So what sports and what everything we do nowadays when it comes to struggles so fucking good for. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it reminds you and it reminds your body of, oh, this is what... Yeah. This is what I'm supposed to be oh, doing. Oh, you actually have to fight to survive. Yeah, and you feel this so is, good afterwards. Yeah. Oh, this is life. You actually have to fight to survive. You actually have to work yeah. to live. Like, nowadays, so much is handed to you, I think people don't realize that sometimes. Yeah. You actually got to fight to fucking survive out here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's just like, just now the the game has changed. It's not It's not hunting each other. Or yeah. killing off tribes anymore. It's not that anymore. Now it's about like what can you do intellectually? Mm-hmm. What can you provide to other people? What can you do here? What can you do there? You know, it's just the the environment is changing how we do that and it is so different from our nature. You know, we got thousands of years of hunting and killing. But now now you're not really doing that anymore. You're doing other things. So um, I think combat sports is great for for young men especially. I think it's great for women. Yeah. Um, I think that People just need to have an outlet to honestly kind of get some of that, for th- sure, that primal stuff out. I think that's a, and this is a great place to do it, and I think you can use that energy to really propel anything that you want to do. I mean, like you're a fucking badass in the gym, Jaguar. You're a badass in the gym, Isaac. Like I'm, like I know that because you guys have both beat the shit out of me a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Like, and the thing is, it's great. Like I love it. Like I love the fact that like I can say that and we can joke about that shit. Yeah, you know, it's hilarious. But I also know like the hard work that you two have put in, like in the gym to be as good as you are. Like to it's like why you frustrate me. Like when I'm in there, I'm like okay, like and I'm, this isn't misplaced. These guys are solid. And they know exactly what they're doing. That's why I love I love getting to working with you guys. Oh yeah, dude, and you're extremely clean for for the level of time that you've been doing this. Like yeah, I appreciate and, that. And the fact that you've had so many roadblocks and you've still been able to come back and like it's clear that you didn't like just sit on your couch the whole time. Yeah, I well, that. after you fucking broke your elbow, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you had all these roadblocks. I feel like I don't know what it was. For a while you were out of the gym. You injured like your wrist. It was your wrist. Yes. Because you threw a right hook. A fucking from, rear hook. From orthodox. <laughs> right yeah. Hook, and um Thanks for reminding And hurt it on the bag. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then you were out for like fucking months, couldn't hardly do shit, but you were still trying, you were still working. Yeah. At Hello home. left hand shit, bro. Dude, <laughs> my fucking left shoulder has <laughs> never felt so good. Yo, he was he was putting the work in and then like with this injury with your elbow, man, it's still it's still clear as you've come back to the gym these couple times, couple times with an elbow pad on. Yeah. Like, it's clear that you've been working at it, you've been thinking about it, you didn't just, like, let the shit slip because, oh, I have an injury, I can be soft. It's because of you guys, man. I can't come back to the gym and let y'all absolutely annihilate me. You guys are too yeah. fucking good. I gotta, like, I'll be, I'll be honest, that's another thing I'll... I'll I'll implore to anybody out there that's listening to this is find people that are better than you at shit and hang out with them and then do what you want to do with those people and let them annihilate you over and over and over again until you just get better and better and better. It's the best thing fucking for you. And like, I'm like, no shit. Like the whole time I was like, um, like since I've been with you guys at rogue, yeah, completely different gym game, by the way. Completely different gym game. I've I've trained at a number of places, and the feeling's just not the same. Yeah. Like another fortunate thing that I have from the Marine Corps is, is understanding what real camaraderie is. Like really feeling like around people that you're like, dude, 
Like, I would yeah. fucking do whatever it took to make sure that guy is oh, good yeah. to go. You know, like, like it's just something that you don't really... You don't really see well, you don't in get places it. nowadays. You don't get it at a sports academy or at a UFC, Apex, like a fucking, uh, what do you call He's it? He's about to say the Apex, Apex Center. I don't know. Yeah. they got the training facility right next to it, but you know what I mean. The it's PI. not something you see at fucking American Top Team and fucking, like, I don't know, maybe some American Top Teams. Let me just clarify. Maybe there's some out there, but, like, from my experience, you don't see it with the big gyms. You don't see it with these academies around here and the Sun Tzu and all that. Like, we're a real team and we're a real gym and we'll storm your dojo and fuck your shit up. <laughs> I love it, dude. But, like, yeah, we're really about community and that's, like, the core val- the one of the main core values that we have yeah. is, like, put Rogue first. And by Rogue, we mean the people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always, like... in. It, but either way, like when I when I did find you guys, I knew I knew pretty pretty quickly. I was like, yeah, this is this is gonna be where I want to hang my hat for a while. Like if I'm in Asheville, this is where I'm hanging my hat. Um, and then you guys have been killer. You guys helped me prepare for you know like my fights last year. I fucking absolutely loved it. Like just I couldn't I could not ask for a better team uh, in you know like exercising like my demons like the way that I yeah. do. Because this is kind of like this is my therapy. Like martial arts is. Um, I, come, <laughs> I come from a free running background, but martial arts is my therapy. Yeah, like, I feel you. Like for real, like I like, like I hit the bag. Like like I have my own like little personal sessions where you know there's no cameras, there's no nothing. I'm and I'm yelling like crazy, and I'm sure my neighbors think I'm batshit. Um, but I like I like being able to do that in the gym too. Mm-hmm. Like there's no judgments in there either. Like I'm, yeah, sometimes I'm letting some shit out, you know. And I like that I've got people in there that are strong and fucking willing to sit in front of you and kind of take it and let you do it. You know, just where are you gonna get that anywhere else? That's why, like, that's like this shit makes me so fucking yeah, passionate. I mean, and that's why I want to def- do this because I know that there's there's kids out there that have that in them. Mm-hmm. There's like just like this little fire. I don't know what it is. It just yeah. just mm, just burns you up. Makes you want to just do shit all the time and just get better and better and better. And I just want to, yeah. I want to inspire that in everybody. I want people to feel as good as I feel on a regular basis. And however I can help people do that, dude, fuck, sign me up, you know? Sorry, I'm kind of talking my head off, but... Oh, no, you're good. I'm, like, I'm just, I'm super excited about getting this message out. I want everybody to be a part of it. Yeah, man. No, Shout out sure. Project Pantheon, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. I feel so short over here, guys. Dude, that chair is amazing. <laughs> I'm super glad I stayed in the stool. <laughs> I am high as hell, bro, and I am like, I feel so small over here. <laughs> oh, awesome. I'm just like chilling, bro. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah, dude, shout out fucking... MMA, Muay Thai, boxing, karate, taekwondo. Put MMA in schools. Do it. Dude. That's why the Russians are getting ahead of us. You want to know exactly. something that's hilarious? <laughs> Actually, uh, there was a one of my team leaders um, went to a Catholic school when he was in like middle school. Mm-hmm. And when they used to have like altercations in class, it was an all-boys school. Um, the priest would know shit. Gloves on them. They would pull them. They had a boxing club downstairs. Let's go. They had a boxing club downstairs, cool. and they put them in the ring, and they'd be like, handle your business. First and a freaking priest, though. a freaking father would stand there and just watch the whole thing, make sure it was good, breath it out, Bro, but, but it was done. That's legit, though. Yes. Like, so you need cool. to let that happen sometimes. I agree, man. You I need think to, that, You need to let people yeah. have their physical confrontations, you know, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, nowadays they, it's not acceptable for people to just fight like shit. 
I love watching videos of like street fights and then at the end of it they like shake their hands and they hug they're like yeah. good shit man they're like but just watch where you're going yeah. and then they go about their business it's awesome it shows them like high level of maturity if I, if I say so yeah dude Jack I am curious about your time in, uh, in Thailand how did you and how did you set it up and how did you find that camp and all that kind of good stuff bro um so shout out Santai Muay Thai. Shout out Santai, Santai Muay Thai. <laughs> that place is the place. Uh, I so I I did try and figure it out by myself, and I was trying to find like a cool gym down in Chiang Mai because I knew Chiang Mai was like one of the the cheapest provinces in uh, Thailand. Yeah, it was a place. And then I started asking people because I was really like. I originally, like originally I had to do research for a project back in like 2021 or something like that. And I was like, dude, I could really go to Thailand. Yeah. It's like, I could really go to Thailand. And then, uh, I kept asking people I knew about Thailand mm-hmm. and I, I talked to Alex, shout out Alex. What's Alex's last name? It's Tyler, right? Tyler. Alex Tyler, the man, the myth, the legend. Yes, sir. Uh, shout out him. Uh, because he said he went to Hong Kong and then he spent like a month out there or something. And then he uh, he made another run to Thailand and he spent less time in Santai, but he liked Santai much more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went on deep Reddit dives and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and eventually, like, I was like, dude, Santai is the place for me to go. Like, I might as well try it out there. It looks pretty solid. I've heard good reviews. Mm. Mike said it should be pretty decent. Alex went there. He said it was amazing. And Alex, Alex Tyler, that man, he's legit, bro. Oh, I love watching him fight. Oh, I love his fights, bro. I've Yeah, I barely ever see him because he doesn't yeah. advertise them. Never. And then it's just all of a sudden... <laughs> You just see oh, him with pictures of a belt. <laughs> exactly. I hate I hate that I missed the opportunity him. to like get coached like get coached by him because I know that he coached Joe Gus for a good while. He beat yeah. us up too. He beat, he beat us, he beat us <laughs> up. It was like too. fresh out of COVID, bro, and everybody had a bunch of like pent up energy and he did we just have an wore. influence on me early on, like in the fact that I even joined the gym. Like he yeah. hyped me up so much in my first class, like and did a really really good job, like even though I was super uncoordinated. Right. And like long and like he did a really good job coaching me through the first class and shit. Um, Cause I wasn't able to make it to a fundamentals class my first time because mm-hmm. of my work situation. I had to come like straight to an all levels. And so I was just, they were running like six punch and a kick combos or something. Was this your and first I, time training martial arts time, ever? Yeah. When oh, I came to Rogue, it was my first time ever. That's awesome as yeah. fuck, dude. Um, oh, that's so awesome. Well, I mean, I had like, I had... Okay, so my dad had done some jujitsu and all kinds of other shit uh-huh. when I was a little kid, uh-huh. and he took me to the jujitsu schools as a little kid. Yeah, and he says that I have like done maybe a tournament, but I don't remember jack shit from back then. Uh. So I don't feel like it <laughs> makes a difference. I got you. Um, and then I did do a trial at uh, what do you call it? Premier Martial Arts, and I did a trial at ATT. Um, 
But again, it was just it was it wasn't like it was a different it was a different. Okay, atmosphere. so premier martial arts was just Krav Maga, and I was in there getting dick kicked by grown women, really, like full force. That's when you're like one thirty. And hitting sorry. the fucking punching bag with a stick like as fast as I could. That's what they had <laughs> us doing in there. Um, so yeah, like, shout out this? premier martial arts with your, with your bullshit ass uh, stuff you're teaching. Like I guess maybe it's cool kick the girl in the kick the dude in the dick and run away like that was the drill. Right, and you were the only dude. Jab, dick, kick, run away. (laughs) That was the drill. And there was guys in there when they started talking about the drill. They were all looking terrified and looking at each other. And I was like, "Why? What's going on? They're obviously not going to kick us in the dick for real, right?" Like, and then I paired with a lady, and she said, "Jab, put the jab like almost at my face." And the dick kick. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, fold it over. And then after that, I paired with a dude for, like, the rest of the thing. And we were just like... <laughs> like, just pretend. Very pretend. Oh, man. But, bro, it was such bullshit. And then I went to uh, ATT for my trial. And he put me on the bag and told me to jab the whole time. And gave me, like, maybe five instructions on, like, how? my stance and how to jab and what I was doing wrong for the entire our trial class yeah so i mean like uh, i i didn't like them but they offered you a like a week trial or something Mm -hmm. i just never went back to it um but yeah i went i went to rogue in my first class like i i fell in love with the program i fell in love with like i think we were they were going through knees like we did walking knees to warm up or something like that and uh alex went like my cow and I was like what the fuck is that and he kept saying it while I was walking and I was like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) he's like it means knee fighter your knees look nice and I was like oh okay you told me to try to make it look pointy and so I was making it look pointy and uh my knees have proven to be a good weapon yeah, uh, I fucking hate this. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I have to thing, smother bro. his knees. His yeah, knees are yeah. gnarly, bro. But um, but yeah, he, he like made they made it a really good environment. Like they gave they give you legit attention. Like the coaches will get hands on if they need to to like show you what you're fucking doing wrong. He'll throw an elbow at your face. No, uh, <laughs> I mean. If I need it to warm up for a fight, they might hit me with an elbow before my point sparring match because I start yeah. too slow and I give away the first round all the time. <laughs> you know, so maybe maybe that's a thing that happened. Um, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. I know. I forgot that even yeah, happened, to be honest. The philanthropic Phil. I love um, Philly. <laughs> but yeah, man, no. Uh, they made it a great environment for my trial class and like, I basically was like, came up to the counter and I was like, how do I sign up after the class? You know, and now looking back at it, being in a situation where like I'm doing these sales trainings and I'm like seeing it from the other side. Yeah. I was like, damn, I made this shit hella easy for them. Like, because I don't know, there's a whole process and it was like, it was expensive at the time for me because down payment and then, Oh yeah. Uh, the monthly, but back then, it wasn't as expensive as it is now. Yeah. But, you know, I was like, okay, drop whatever to do this. Oh, yeah. Like, sold the Xbox I had at the time and came back later in the night uh, to give them the down payment. Or I, I they let me split it, you know, which was cool. They worked sure. with you on whatever, man. But, like, yeah. 
That's awesome. It, it was it was great, man. I was like the stellar Super trade, by the way. Real quick, yeah, stellar yeah, yeah. trade. Xbox yeah. for Rogue Combat Club membership. Oh That's yeah, and that then, is a, that is a my, solid and then trade. I got another better Xbox, anyways. Like, yeah, later you on. So use it though. I use it as a television, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good though. That's a good sign, man. Keep you keep yeah. busy. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, but yeah, no. Since then, it's just been all in, legit. Like, yeah. We've shout out Rogue Combat Club, like, shout out Rogue Combat Club for sure. Uh, I freaking was trading combos with uh, with Jag in my my trial class. He's like one of the first yeah. people, he's like one of the first people that I partnered with, actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, that was a good time. I remember coming up there and being like, uh, being very concerned about whether or not like I was gonna find a gym up here. Yeah. I was not sure. And I think you had like a really bad experience on your last trial with a gym yes. or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I was at, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I was also at uh, ATT for a little bit. And yeah. It was just some, it, it wasn't that they were like bad at either. So they knew what they were doing for sure. It was just, it was just something about the atmosphere. The so attitude wasn't quite there. Yeah. You know, I just walked in, I kind of felt like it was like every man, like every man was just there for themselves kind of feeling. Um, I, and and maybe I'm wrong about that. I could be absolutely wrong about that. You know, they're they're fantastic, and actually they had some. They did have some cool people there, but just something about Rogue when I came in, dude, it was just it was different. Like it's definitely I, a different community. Yeah, you know, and I could feel like I, it was also like just the non like you don't have to tiptoe. You know, mm-hmm. you can just be yourself, do what you you know for do what sure. you do. You're all there for the same reason, you know. And that's the that's the beauty of like a place like that too. It's just a big melting pot. Everybody's yeah. different. So and like there's like, you know, everybody's got their own like their own things that they're doing in life. Their own like kind of shade of who their own personality, you know, who they yeah. are. And it's just everything's different, but you have the one thing in common. You know, it's just super. It's it's super cool. It's fucking crazy, it bro. Is. The the network of people you meet is meet is insane. Like, mm-hmm. bro, like how the fuck. Have I? Where the else? Where, I can't talk. Where else would you get the opportunity to like tap out a doctor, or exactly. punch a doctor in the face, yo, or try yo. and tap out cops? Yo, like, yo, yo, bro, yo. what? This opportunity, <laughs> this gym, th- brought me the opportunity to shoot Kenny Florian in the neck with a uh, fucking like one of those little um. Uh, airsoft gun. It's kind of an airsoft gun. It's, it's an actual gun. It's a CO2 gun. It's just got gun. the plastic little uh-huh. tips. It's uh-huh. an act. The actual sim guns. Yeah. They're, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, they're about. Sim, yeah, there's little sim rounds. Yeah, it was like a yeah. What is hurt. the what is the place called? Um, it's not far from here. So it's a little fucking range. What is it fucking called? AR Tactics. AR Tactics. Shout out AR Tactics. That that's where we went. Mm. Um. But no, they they uh, did like a little sim range, and, and Kenny Florian just happened to be there That's that awesome. day. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Like I didn't even realize it was him until we were like thirty minutes into it, and Deuce and Phil were over there whispering to themselves, <laughs> and I looked and I looked over and I looked back and I was like, he he kind of I do feel like I've seen him before. And I looked at them and I'm like, what are y'all talking about? And. Phil was like, that's Ken Flo. And I'm like, what? Huh? And Ken Flo. He said Ken Flo. And I was like, and then I looked back again. And I was like, holy shit. It's Kenny Florian. Like, whoa. <laughs> and then, uh, it's funny. yeah, we like did some drills together um, where, okay, we had the pistol 
on a magnet on the side of the car uh-huh. and you were buckled up in the seat or whatever as if you were at a red light and this crackhead dude pulls up on you starts yelling like get out the car get out the car all this shit and the drill was you grab the pistol with your right hand and with the left hand you unbuckle the seat belt mm-hmm. preferably slap onto the chest slide under the seat belt and then down and unbuckle it so that you can slide your arm out of there easy and then open the door with the left hand while you've got the pistol pointed at him as you get out the car and then back up. But then at some point in the drill, another motherfucker came up from behind you and you had to be fully aware. But like, Not. yo, the drill was insane. <laughs> the intensity they put on in that in that like drill was legit. And then they had us uh, do like situational stuff in this house that they have built in there. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, so we did some situational stuff throughout the house, walking, clearing rooms, like, um, having, like, the dude would walk up sometimes angry as shit, and it would be like, oh, man, I just bow. Um, and then other times <laughs> oh. he would walk up and be, like, speaking Spanish and be like, uh, um, and you'd have to be able to control the situation in a different way. Like, you yeah. can't just shoot the dude. He's not doing anything hostile, yeah. yep. you know? So it was legit stuff, and then there was... Uh, wrestling on a couch like that was a fucking drill he came up and like tried to take you down onto a couch and that was a whole drill and you had to wrestle off the couch but for me that was fine it was like my whole life with fucking four <laughs> brothers but yep um, they try and sit on you and shit yeah but, shout out older brothers yeah shout out well i have one older brother shout out my older brother but <laughs> the younger one's pretty stout he's uh he's okay when he gets to the ground he's but, a um, thick and he's a thick and indeed big boy yeah, but um, no. Nah, then they had us wrestling on some mats, like with the with the sidearm. Mm-hmm. So you were wrestling, and then he would say uh, whatever his trigger word was, and Banana. then you and then one or the other, you would have to go for the pistol. Doing a lot of like weapon you know, retention stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. like it started on the feet, and one dude was wrestling, and then he would say his trick, the trigger word, which I don't know, I don't remember what it was. Um, you still have a very good recollection of this, considering how yeah. long ago was this? I mean, I don't know. It, it's been four or five months, six months, something yeah, like that. It was like maybe not even. I don't know, bro. It was the fucking what do you call it? Last summer. <laughs> it was like a quarterly bonus that we got, like like last before spring. we moved to the new gym, like a while back. Yeah. Um, well, it's awesome, like considering it was that long ago, coming yeah. from a like a rehearsal standpoint because like that's like what we always call training like that is you're just doing you're doing rehearsals for, mm-hmm. for like a situation like yeah. that um, and for you to have like the detailed recollection that you have of, of it right now considering that you how many times have you done it since none okay I mean, like I've so that's pretty, in the that's, car well that's good but, like, but yeah. that's, per, that's still that's a pretty good thing because like you know we have a, a saying on Marine Corps you know like economy of effort like things for that nature to you know like for it to really settle in you do it a couple million times mm-hmm. you know which is obviously translates over to Muay Thai just for sure, every, for sure everything you know that's what everything is that's why you guys are so fucking good at Muay Thai because you do it all the time yeah. you know but what I'm saying is is like that's it's rather impressive that you're able to recall like the detail of uh, you know of these different scenarios over a long period of time especially given the complexity yeah of I would just attribute that to the instructor man I, That's I awesome. forget yeah. his name but he was fucking spot on and he made the drills like highly intensive 
and sometimes and then other ones were like the instructors they had were legit bro yeah that's um, another thing I actually really um, that I want to talk about that point you just yeah. said about making things like intensive like yeah like I've watched a lot of like a lot of people uh, a lot of my friends obviously they know I'm into Muay Thai they know mm-hmm. I'm into Jiu Jitsu so they'll always bring like martial arts clips to me or things that I'm sure you've had something like this happen to you before um, and it's like somebody that's doing something that's very like kind of like flowy or whatever, it's not very, like, intense in the moment, kind of like what would happen if someone really wanted to rock your shit, kind of dealing with, like, how fucking awesome you think this is, and I have a hard time, um, like, be, like being like, oh, yeah, that's super awesome, or whatever, because I don't want to, I don't want them to waste their time on something that's not actually going to help them, mm-hmm. you know, but that thing, the intensive part of it, like, I love watching people do weapon retensive things, and they're, like, beating the crap out of you. Yeah. Because that's what it's going to be like, dude. Yeah. They're not just going to, like hug like bear hug you and then you're gonna do all these like choreographed yeah. moves in order to get out I'm gonna that bear is, hug you and knee you to death dude yeah okay <laughs> suck, dude. Yeah. it's not like that in those in those real situations it is not like that it is a, it's a constant yeah. struggle people they do not stay still ever mm-hmm. they are always freaking moving they don't ever they don't ever stop moving you have to make them stop moving so like it's awesome that you had that experience like, yeah it's no, like it was really cool man fucking training rather than just like mm. Go through the motions. Yeah, he let me go through the motions one time, like with the car drill. Yeah. And I and I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty smooth. Got up the car, backed up to the back of the car, you know. And then he reset, and then he started yelling, smacks the hood of the car, yelling at me like fucking, get out of the car, like legit, like yelling, like screaming. I was like, where's the door handle? (laughs) That's awesome. Like, bro, I lost my shit. I imagine, um, were, I imagine these were vet guys, the former I, probably vets. I'm not 100% sure, man. So, but yeah. yeah, he was That's fucking good. well-trained. And then... Good, good, good. It's in, it's in, uh, sponsored by Kenny Florian, this this place. Not really, but like he goes awesome. there on the low. So shout out him. AR Tactics, I'll have to remember that. AR Tactics, yeah. It's not too far from here. I think it was like maybe an hour drive when we did it. But that was... As the Johnny flies, so As the Johnny flies. He's a uh, allegedly he's a notoriously unsafe driver. Mm. Um, even has brake checked a semi truck for brake checking him at one point. That doesn't sound like a bad driver. It just sounds like a bold driver to me. Okay then, <laughs> he's a very bold driver. That, that's then. fair. I've heard many stories of Johnny's driving. Yeah, I have not heard any stories. I want to hear some stories. All right, just follow him on Facebook, and you'll see some stories from him as he's driving. Ah, fun! (laughs) Oh, bro, he'd be like recording movies and shit while he'd be driving. Like a whole live. That's awesome. Giving you some (laughs) motivational shit. Then he's like, "Hey, yo, fuck that guy." Hey, man, if the if the if the moment strikes, you know, I love it. Like you got to get it done right then. Fuck it, you might as well. I guess. I guess so. I love it. Shout out him, bro. Shout out Johnny Buck, the yeah. man, the myth, the legend. Yes. The man who truly has the thunder thighs. <laughs> bro, I feel like my thighs are smaller now since I came back from Thailand. My calves are bigger. How hot is it over there? It wasn't super bad. Wasn't like, that bad over there right mm-hmm. now? I was about to say, I was like, I didn't know if you were going to be, I mean, obviously you were probably sweating your balls off. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah, it, like down. it's their hot season. They have a dry season and a wet season. Yep. And I went over in like touristy time, yeah. so it was definitely like warm. Um, it just it wasn't pouring the rain, and in Chiang Mai it's a little cooler mm-hmm. because it's like higher up. Yeah, um, because it's like the mountains, bro. 
and it's fucking dope. Like it was, I got hot as hell some days. Like I have to like always, like my schedule was like, I'd train in the morning and then I'd go and grab breakfast and I'd come back and I'd pass out for like 20 minutes. Yeah. 20, 30 minutes after a shower. Yeah. Uh, and then I just, and then my next training wasn't until like four, like four to seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after I eat breakfast, pass out, I wake back up, I go drive around on the scooter and I, I go uh, order like these meat skewers that this sweet old lady, she sells like right next to the gym. She had like uh, like five different types of fish, just a few different chickens. Like one was like a green meat chicken thing. For real. And there were like chicken balls, uh, <laughs> beef balls, pork balls. Oh my God. I don't want no green meat chicken. Dude, all It's of, wild, bro, it's but it was delicious. It's flashbacks when I was in Korea, dude. This, it, uh, I, love, I love little situations like that, man. Like just little... Like in the back me. country of you know, <laughs> I was in I was in Pohang, Korea. Yeah. On the outside, I was on the outside of that, and we stayed in like some rice fields, like right on the outside of it. Just like farmers were out there, and dude, like people, these guys would come up to us and do kind of the kind of the same thing. They just like pull up a grill and they were just like making some stuff for us. I mean, just they drive around and, and do that. And yeah. We were like all, and it was just like just being in that environment, being out in those like those mountains is just. Um, fucking awesome i was gonna ask you what is the uh, what's the humidity like there it wasn't bad i really i think i got really lucky because i've heard it being really humid and really gnarly mm-hmm. i i think i got really lucky with just like i don't know dude it felt like That's just awesome. a great experience to give it so awesome. when i got there the first night like as i was flying in i didn't get there until like 10 o'clock mm-hmm. mid or 10 o'clock at night and that's after a bunch of flying and uh, i i'd see like thunder like you'd see the big lightning bolts like below the plane like striking and shit and it was so cool it was crazy bro (laughs) and uh literally like we land it wasn't raining that bad it was like raining just not bad i i it took me forever to get my fucking like luggage and the people at the gym came and picked me up that's so awesome yeah uh and they were fucking awesome people. Like, I was hang- hanging out. Like, I went to these people's mo- house multiple times because, like, uh, they were fucking awesome. Like, the the lady who runs the office out there, her mm-hmm. name is Eep. Shout out her. Yeah. Appa Beep. <laughs> hey, that's all. Yeah. Uh, but uh, her parents, it's her parents. Uh, and he has, like, a big plot of land and a bunch of people live on the land. And he's like a leader in his community. Yeah. He's a really sweet dude. And they make like a bunch of stuff out of their place. Like they make mosquito res- mosquito repellent. Uh, and it's the best. It, like that shit really works. That's Fuck, awesome. It's crazy. Dude, there's nothing like a good mosquito repellent. Bro, it's I crazy. You, there's nothing like it. They don't ever crazy. skip on your mosquito repellent if you're going out in the woods. Just don't do it. Yeah, dude, fuck no. I didn't realize how bad the mosquitoes were out there until like the first two, three days my ankles were like just ate up and I was like, oh shit. Like, dude, I was like rubbing my fucking legs down every day with like uh, iodine. Like, uh, so like my wounds would stay disinfected and I took hella showers and I'd scrub my legs. Bro, I fucking, I somehow made it, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you look back on that shit now, it's funny as hell. Like, it's crazy, dude. At the time, you're like, this sucks so much. And now it's fucking hilarious. It was awesome, dude. I fucking... 
I really like this year is dedicated to the hustle, the grind, uh, because I think I have a really good opportunity of just being like, I don't know, being in sideline. It was really easy for me to take care of my body. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was like it was much cheaper to live, of course. So I didn't like I do personal training on the side and I earn money just fine. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have to worry about the store or anything like that. Yeah. And I, I like I was able to eat good, cheap, like it was crazy. Dude, I was gonna ask you, um, you're talking about obviously your training sessions, they're like obviously three mm-hmm. hours long. How was the pacing on those workouts? Like obviously because you know, we we're going, you know, if you do multiple classes, you're doing, you know, two, two and a half hours, depending on the day, but like what was your pacing like for those three hours? Because you did that, what, like two, three times a day? Twice, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, we had the morning and the afternoon. In the morning, it was a two-hour, and in the afternoon, it was three-hour. Uh, the pace was pretty similar. Like, in the morning, it literally, like, we wake up. Uh, bro, Isaac, what did you make, bro? It's just coffee. Oh. It's just the creamer is just sitting on the bottom. Okay, well, that's wild. Cool, huh? Yeah, dude, I was like, what is that? It's just coffee, bro. The creamer's just not rising. <laughs> Good for you, bro. Hell yeah. Uh, but like, you would, if you were serious about it, uh, because there were also a bunch of people who didn't run before training. Uh, but if you were serious about it and you wanted to fight, you ran every day before training and bo- before both trainings. And then if you're really serious about it, if you have a fight scheduled, guaranteed you run uh, 10K a day. And like guaranteed 10K a day. You choose your pace. Uh, so like I'd leave like extra early so I'd be at training on time. Yeah. And at towards the end, bro, I was just doing like, like just like light hops and like I was getting five 10Ks. And I was throwing 800 knees on the bag, like, before my fight. Yeah. Um, and the the morning class, like, and the afternoon class, we started with, like, a nice warm-up. Like, we spent 45-ish minutes just warming up. Like, we would stretch as a group. And then we would do, like, guided shadow boxing where the crew, like, whatever instructor it was, was like, jab, jab. Yeah left punt or like left who right who yeah. uh what, what did they say for you they said put kick put kick like push for the push kick. kicks yes 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 uh and then round kick left kick right kick and then uh we'd like hold the checks up they'd be like and balance balance and then you're like hopping with it and yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like forward backward sideward 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 <laughs> it's yeah, funny yeah, that's, that's, that uh, awesome and then they'll be like block or like uh they'll or they'll be like and right elbow and stop and so you throw your right elbow and stop and then they'd come around and they'd like just cr- slightly correct you or some sure. and then they'd like hold their hand right there they're like oh Right. Uh, and it was like, or like on the checks, like they expected us when we checked, it was like whatever opposite foot up. Uh, like, so if I was left check, this left check is up, right hand is out. They, that's what one of the instructors did. 
So, yep. like, that's what I fucking practice. I've seen that. I've seen that a lot of places. Was it insane? Yeah, that's awesome. Did you do everything at the same yeah. time? Kinda, yeah. That's so cool. Right to the liver. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was nice man it was nice uh it was like a slow start and then like in the mornings the next hour uh was basically bag work they tell you to throw a combo and then after everything every round it'd be like tempo up yeah uh and we do our push-ups and then like in the evenings uh it was like three hours so like the first hour goes the same like nice slow start you get on the bag you get matched up with your trainer for the day and you try out all the trainers and see which one like fits with you the best uh -huh. and then you train with them uh and you'll eventually learn their white crew and it's fucking cool that's awesome yeah that's uh awesome. but almost every day we had like 15 minutes with a coach like with our crew uh -huh. like three long five minute rounds that shit sucked, bro. Krutzen, he was all about fucking stamina, bro. Just I threw hit. so many fucking kicks, bro. That's awesome. And knees and just... Whoo! Krutzen, <laughs> yeah. I love that, man. Uh, I really want to see him again. And I really want to yeah. train with him more. Because I think, like, him, Krufon, Krulop, like, they all... Like, bro. Uh, Krufon... Uh, one of the twin brothers who like runs it. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys with like 155, he's 150 something fights. He's like, next time you train with me. He's like, kick, kick. Uh, and he was like showing me. He was like, ah, it was awesome, bro. That's like, awesome, dude. I had a great experience and I really took that opportunity and I fucking did it. Yeah. Dude, I'm stoked for you. Like, not very, like, not very many people go through all like trying to get that shit done, and then like you get to that's something you'll get to keep with you the rest of your fucking life. Yeah, it's awesome. You know what I mean? Like that. Like, who knows? Uh, one thing I was actually talking to my wife about the other day is like about kind of like destiny, fate, or whatever you want to consider your journey, however you want to personify it. Like how uh, I don't want to say like fragile it is, but just how easily like the smallest change can put you on just such a different path. A different trajectory. Like, yeah, it's yeah, exactly a different trajectory. Because I mean, it's exactly that. You know, if you if you're running a parallel line, you have like just the smallest. This the smallest deviation. Yeah. Over a long period of time, yeah. it dude, it's they're they're two completely different paths. Yeah. You know, and that's like. You just have that one one small thing. Oh, I got to go to like fucking Thailand and train with some really badass people. Something I've always wanted to do. Well, holy shit! What can I fucking? That was all right. I've already done that. So what's that? Like, what can I do now? Like, I can do so much now. I was able to accomplish that. So now I most certainly can accomplish this. And just like, it's just awesome to see people like set a goal and then fucking crush it, get it, and then it just like you have an awesome story like. For the rest of your fucking life. Makes yeah. me want to do it. I've wanted to go to Thailand for many years. And I just haven't quite decided, like, the route that I want to take. Um, but it's something I'm trying to narrow down real soon. Because, like, I want that experience. Because I want to get my ass kicked. You know, I want to have I want to have a hard time out there. But enjoy it. Love that environment as well. So, I'm jelly. Bro, I'm shout out Santa. Peanut butter jealous. <laughs> Bro, shout out Santa. Shout out Santa. Yeah. They're great. That's awesome. Uh, I really could have gotten fucked up out there if... A lot of things didn't go like if the trainers were just like yeah run every day or like the the environment was so fun yeah and every day i was like excited like i was beyond sore bro like beyond tired of course 
And every day I was like, I want to do this shit again. I want to do this shit again. And I fucking, dude, I love training. I love Muay Thai. I love Rogue. Like, yeah. damn, bro. Like, I should not have been able to do what I did. Uh, because I really, I went up against one of the best dudes out there. Like, just some random Thai motherfucker with, like, 200 fights. That's so awesome. <laughs> and I fought for, against, like, this dude, like, no elbow pads, no headgear, no yeah, shin guards. It was my first, the first time. time. I know. And it was the first time I didn't fight with like any of my homies. Like yeah. no Phil, no Deuce, no Isaac. First five round. First five round fight, bro. Like. And it was only your fifth fight, dude. A series. It was of my first, fifth fight. A series of firsts, man. That's awesome. It did. It was well, absolutely terrifying, kind of. But like I. Your friends won't actually kill you, but you know. Yeah. Stranger in Thailand. He's gonna I wasn't worried about that. Like, uh, it was like the the environment was like I we win, I we win. Preparations uh, is already you know. Uh, yeah, dude. Outcome. The the last three days right before the fight, I practiced my white crew so much, and during that white crew, you you do certain things and you think you're supposed to think certain things. Like, it's a whole like little ceremony. Right. And every time you like do that on the ground or go over to a corner, you're supposed to say something three times. Yeah. And I was doing like, uh, I was saying like, all my friends came out here to see me win. I was like, this is like, I've done this before. I've done this before. That was a big one. Yeah. I am five and oh which unfortunately didn't mm. happen for the first time and that broke my heart. Uh, but dude, I had a fucking winning performance against like some monster, bro. Dude, I, you look great out there, you man. Fucking great. You look great, dude. There's not even like a question about that at all. Like it was, and dude, that was a fantastic There fight. was, it, it not to be petty at all about it, there was a slight bias in my opinion. In the in the scoring in Thailand is a little bit different than what you've been trained for here in America, but also the whole card was France versus Thailand, China, China versus, versus Thailand, and uh, yeah. U.S. versus Thailand, and that was the Jag. That's so awesome, uh, dude! Literally, the next day I was at like this uh, short shop. Yeah. And just some random dude came up and was looking at shorts. And then, like, I'm talking to the short guy about, like, getting some shorts made. And then uh, he's like, oh, you're the guy who fought last night. I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, Justin, from America, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, dude, random ass people took, like, pictures with me. And that shit was crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, like dude. a mini celebrity out there. It was fucking dope, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and now awesome. I'm able to go back into that stadium for free for the rest of my life. Like, Oh, that's so awesome, dude. It's Hell fucking yeah. dope, Yeah, dude. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Round of applause for the Jack. <laughs> like, killer. It's cool, man. Uh, shout out that. But shit, bro. Fucking... Shout out you, man. Dude, what's, I appreciate what's you. your Instagrams? What's your socials? Uh, okay, yeah. So my personal uh, is Shredhead0351. Or um, and then the uh, the Project Pantheon social is uh, Project Pantheon1. Um, that's kind of where I'm doing all of the, uh, like, just gathering information. You know, I'm kind of, you know, shouting out my friends, highlighting other people in the community. You know, things I think are super cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put updates up there for other designs and as shirts release, you know, I'll put more stuff out there. As gear releases, that's my long-term, 
you know, that's what really what I'm trying to get down to. I'm just, you know, trying to find the right steps before uh, before I, I really do that because I want to give everyone an amazing product. I want to make sure that it's solid, something's yeah. going to last, you know. Uh, so I'm working through some kinks with that right now, uh, but in the near future, it will be it will be something that you can get. Um, website is also in development, so once that's live, I'll absolutely like like you know let everyone know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to do some work on it in, uh, in Tennessee next week, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good time. That's me. why you're in Chattanooga. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm excited just uh, for everything in the future, you know, because I got I got people that I'm trying to help. And I got to get on the ball with it. So, so you plan to make uh, not only sports apparel, but also like sports gears, like mm-hmm. you know, gloves, shins, like pads and such. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My goal is to do that. I have a very specific. I already have a design set that I want to do across. Uh, again, the theme of the the whole deal. You know, multiple pantheons, mm-hmm. kind of multiple different gear sets. Um, that are really really cool I'm also you know kind of going into other communities as well you know like mountain biking motocross mm-hmm. skateboarding that kind of stuff yeah. you, know, I'm, you know I'm getting into some gear stuff for them you could do some sick uh, some sick pads for all the skaters as well like mm-hmm. knee pads yep helmets you know yep. if you wear those yeah ab- absolutely but uh and, and that's the that's the idea again like I want to um, I want to I want to give stuff to everybody else I want to provide really really awesome gear because gear I'm kind of a, a gear nerd yeah, if I'm being yeah, real, if I'm being real honest, I, I like I love really good gear. One because I love uh, good shit too, all bro. of like all of the things that I spend my money on in, in reality, I, I kind of you know thought about this very heavily over the years. Obviously, you start budgeting and all this kind of stuff, and you get you know, um, and I started really thinking about it. And everything that I really spend my money on are things that I use heavily. Yeah, the things that I really really put to the test, the things that like I expect to work for me. Like every any second I pick it up, I want to make sure that it's rocking and rolling. Um, and you know, every time it's always something that's of like something serious quality, something that I took time to really think about buying or really, you know, like had to debatable, you know, if I'm going to put this kind of chunk of change in it, am I really going to put it to use, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I'm not trying to like break people's bank. I don't want to do that. I want to find a very, very economical way to, to get it done. But I also want to give somebody something that they can absolutely tear to shit for yeah. as long as they need to, you know, cause what we do is arduous. You know, kicking people, taking kicks, punching, you know, some kid trying to fucking hit a stair and constantly falling, you know, and mm-hmm. smashing himself up against the concrete, you know, it, it put wears wear and tear on Oh, yeah, bro. You know, oh, yeah. so you got to make a... Skateboarding is gnarly, got, Yeah, bro. you got to make some fucking, shit that's really good, you know? Yeah, I've got high-quality knee pads. Uh, I, I think the brand is like, um, it's like fucking literally slide something, something slide. Sure. But, um... Yeah, but, like, I have some really high-quality knee pads that I've only had for, like, maybe a year, and I don't skate that often, and they're already falling apart. Like, they go to shit really, really fast. Yeah. Um, And, again, like, I've had fucking, like, maybe eight skate sessions in the last year, like, where I've went out there and done that. But, like, the, the quality of these ones... They're really nice sleeve ones that have like a Velcro strap on either side, um, and then it's got a hard pad on the exterior. But yeah, they're already falling apart as well. Right. No. So that's just money you gotta you gotta spend over and over and over again. Yeah. If I can if I can just get like again for me it's not about like making a an, an ass ton of money. For me it's really about like how many people can I reach? How many people can we help? How many people can we get in this community and kind of change? Like, not that there's, like, a bad stigma towards it, but still people, like, don't want to either, 
really put the money in to allow people to do these kind of these kind of sports or these kind of activities because they were like, well, there's no real like outcome or benefit to it, you know, blah blah. I want to change that. No, there's yeah. there's so much like. Even if it's not to, to reach, you know, some status goal, you know, someone wants to be a champion someday, even if it's just to, just to feel good in your own skin. Yeah. Like, just to feel confident, just to, like, feel healthy kind of deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, if even if that's the only reason you do it, which is the only reason you need to do it, mm-hmm. you know? If skateboarding makes you feel good or it fucking makes your body feel good, dude, that is the only reason that you need to do it and you should, like, want to do that shit. Yeah. So, and people should encourage you to. Like, yeah. every, everybody's got a purpose here and, you know, it's crazy to think that everybody shares the same one, you know? I'm sorry. You look so fucking... <laughs> you do look pleased with yourself, man. I do love, like... <laughs> Is the, is the apple delicious? I would just take a picture of that That's and awesome. make that the cover of the fucking episode. That's awesome. He's just sitting there munching an apple, like, happy as fuck. That's fantastic, man. I love it. No, no. Was that a, it is a cosmic crisp, yeah? Yeah. I didn't get the right picture. I gotta just catch him off guard. And shout out the cosmic crisp, bro. Bliss of this uh, that's awesome. I, I love have, it. I have gnarly cotton mouth and like that fucking like, dude. These apples are delicious. Dude, hey man. <laughs> hey, in the, it's, hey, natural cure. Dude. It's so big too, bro. Like I just took a huge bite. I chomped on that shit for a minute. And you've got so much more to go. Yeah, we had this conversation earlier. I was selling him. On, I was pitching him on these apples. Um, but yeah, they're delicious. Where do you get them at? Cosmic Crisp. Um, most of the time, Ingles. Ingles Walmart have will have them sometimes. Okay. It's um, more likely. But you gotta go to like the big Ingles in the area. You can't go to the little bullshit Ingles down there. You gotta gotcha. Go to the, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. In your area, there's gonna be two Ingles, and one of them won't have them. Gotcha. Um, that's fair because I have two Ingles that I go to, and it's a constant battle between which one's yep. gonna have good watermelon and yep. good pineapple. Yep. Those are my my fruit of choice. <laughs> yeah, man. It's been apples for me and then like cantaloupe smacks. I love bananas, bro. Bananas are so good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> bananas are so good. Dude, I fucking love how like literally that one picture we took after the Georgia fights just had the banana strap, you know what I'm saying? Like tucked in my shorts. You know what I'm saying? Yes, dude. Hell yeah. Really? Hey, yeah, man, bro. Did you never see that? Top. You had the banana in your pocket in the... Pa- I, I don't in my shorts, bro. Like right after my fight because that was like the second to last fight of the night or of the day. You That's awesome. Like, after we were... What, what picture, bro? We ran outside in Georgia, bro. Like oh, the like, start of 2021. As soon as we got home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or 20... Wait, fuck. What? Yeah, 2021. 2021, dog. 2021. Let's see it. That's awesome. Okay, so I have have questions. My first fight, the Georgia fights. Oh, okay. I I probably ain't got that on here. Mm. I'd have to go to a social... Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to clarify. So women are... uh, uh, I think we were talking earlier. You guys are on the net, on the same card together next. What is it? Fights, fucking right? March twenty fifth, bro. Yeah, dude, that's like super exciting. Yeah, yeah. that's Hell awesome. Yeah. So you said March twenty fifth. I believe it is March twenty fifth, um, Greer, South Carolina. It'll be for gut spinning, check promotions. Yeah, the spinning Jenny for uh, gut check championship series. That's awesome. What uh, what weight classes did you guys fight? Seventy. Both? 
Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, and we're both heavier than 70 right now, so we're doing the thing the way that everybody else is doing it this time. Because usually we just walk in whatever weight. Sure. But, like, we're both going to cut a little bit now. I feel a lot better with, like, the extra pounds, like... Yeah, dude, you have you bulked up, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm like around 185 now, around. Bro, there. he weighs as much as I do. It's awesome. That's yeah. bonkers, yeah. dude. You, I mean, I can tell. Like when I when I started to come back the first time, after my wrist, I could tell that you you put on some size. Yeah, I've been trying actively for that, um, but yeah, it's a tough journey for guys like us, man, to get like bigger. Dude, you gotta eat so much, so fucking much. Oh yeah, dude. But the beautiful, but that's the thing about it. Like I get to, t- I get to tell people like, uh, like you this all the time. You get to eat as much food as you want, as long as it's the best food on the planet. But the issue, <laughs> the issue is the money part. Oh, that. I am very aware. He's I, like, food, I know my food bill <laughs> is bro stupid. It's like probably the highest cost that we have right oh, now. It's easily living in cost. in these apartments. It probably is the highest cost we have on anything right now. Yeah, um, food's it's just buying nowadays. food. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but you know. Shout out Cosmic Crisp. Every now and then, <laughs> yeah, you'll pay the extra dollar for a Cosmic Crisp. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, gala at the checkout. Um, but allegedly. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you said, but I just know this apple's you delicious. Know, you can probably check it out as an apple. Hmm. A you know, just like apple. An, a regular an apple. apple. I'm not saying it's not a Cosmo <laughs> yeah, Crisp apple. Like it's an apple, bro. It's it an, an apple. Hey, you, gotta do, you gotta do what you gotta do. That right one here. looks like that apple. It <laughs> looks a, like an apple to me. It's just um, a red apple, bro. Grocery chest. And it's only $3 less <laughs> per pound. <laughs> no. No, man. Uh, no, I get Dude, I forget it, though. Yeah, the food part is, is crazy expensive. And I've had to, like, just eat absurd amounts of chicken and absurd amounts of rice. And potatoes have been my friend forever. Yep. So I'm not bothered by that part. How much but, hamburger are you eating? Man, I try to get my beef in, but not a lot. Because it's just more expensive for it's less protein the, compared the, to chicken. It's the craziest shit ever right now. Yeah. How ridiculous it is. It's crazy. Yeah. That's not the craziest shit ever, bro. What's the craziest shit ever, bro? Oh, soil is jaguars. <laughs> um, no, no, no. El Haguar, mate. Um, no. Um, shit, fuck. Damn, titty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put you on the spot fuck, now. I you forgot. Should, yeah, you oh, didn't open this what's the best, uh What's the best meat, bro? What's the oh, Nina, the most, the most craziest yeah. shit in the world, bro. I come back from Thailand and eggs cost more than fucking milk, bro. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yes, yeah. I understand. It's yeah. fucked up. We still buy them by the carton. I buy them yeah. by like the either the carton or the big like 16, 18 ones at Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, I have money. I can bite the bullet right now. I can go through eggs, man. Good Lord. That shit's mad expensive, yeah. Every bro. Day. Yeah, eggs, hamburger, steak, all that fruit. Good Lord, man. Chicken. Bro, when I get it's, steak, it's, it's I just like, it's such a quality nowadays. It's such like a luxury nowadays for me to get steak. It's like I I'll take a fucking uh, what was that roast we had the other night? What was that like? It was supposed to be a pot oh, roast. Oh, it was a lemon broil. Okay, a lemon. Oh, those broil. are delicious. Those are good. As like a slice. Yeah. Bro, and we just 
cut that bitch up into chunks. We had used it for um, steak and broccoli, like in an air fryer situation. Yeah. And then I also just fried some of it up and pretended that I was eating chunks of steak. You know? <laughs> used my imagination and some fucking beef tallow. Dude, that's the way to do it, man. Yeah. That's the way to do it. At least you're at least you're eating good though. That's the main thing. As long as you're eating good, not eating. I'm trying shit. so very hard. Bro, I went through the chop shop yesterday. Yeah. God dude, that and was amazing. Oh my the god. Chop it shop, is, bro. It's amazing. amazing. And when Rob's working, bro, he'll hook you up. Yeah. Like Yeah, he he hooks me bro, up. Bro, eventually you gotta you Shout gotta stop letting him hook you up, bro. He be he, he, I had to make him like let me buy something from there. Oh, I still oh yeah, I bought, I bought chicken, bro. Make sure I get it. Yeah. I bought two pounds of chicken breast yesterday. I'm, I'm saying, like he hooks you, he hooks it up, but like, bro, he tried to give me so much free shit. Yeah, like, bro, I'm not trying to. Let me support you, dog. Let me support your business. <laughs> yes. Thank yeah. you for that. Thank time, you. Thank yeah. you so let very much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I, I got to go back there and get some meats when I get that mm -hmm. extra. He does his shit, too. Budget. Yeah. Bro, I, I watched him sit there and cut a fucking... so good, though. I watched him sit there and cut a little ribeye out because I came in there and I was like, I got to get a steak for this uh, Christmas exchange because Ron, like, I knew he was super into, like, steak and, and meats and whatnot um, and didn't know, honestly, too much more about him at the time. Got him a damn steak. That's fucking Got awesome. him a steak. That's awesome. So I went in there and told him I needed a steak as a gift, and he gave me the fattest fucking porterhouse in the case. Um, and then I got home, and the next day I realized the gift exchange had a $30, like, limit for, for, it was for the employees at Rogue. We were all doing, like, a Christmas gift exchange with each other. Yeah, yeah. And it had, like, a $30 limit, and then I was like, oh, shit, this porterhouse was, like, 80 bucks. You know what I mean? Oh. And he just gave it to me. And I was like, shit, bro. Um, I can't give this to him at the gift exchange. So I went back. I was like, hey, uh, let me get, like, something that costs around 30 bucks or, like, a little bit over maybe something that I can bring in for this gift exchange. And I watched him pull out this fat hunk of meat and cut, like, a perfect little ribeye out <laughs> that, like, just, like, spotted it out, like, and set it on the scale and it was like 31 bucks you know and he did that shit in like two minutes yeah. from this giant chunk of meat to a perfect steak in the exact amount I needed he's a pro yeah and he loves his job man when you go in there you can tell he's like passionate about it which is great the motherfucker broke my elbow <laughs> I love you Rob he's a big big boy dude no it was awesome I love that I love that man though he'll cut you up a steak and and he'll smash you. He'll do his best. Yeah, he'll do his best. Yeah, bro. We gotta practice that uh that that correct drop fall there. Yeah, but dude, things he, get crazy. Dude, he's oh, dude, it was the fastest I've ever been slung shot to the ground because I was trying to toss him in the other direction, uh -huh. and the the tension of me trying to do that just fucking shot me to the floor. Bro, <laughs> Zero time. With heavy dudes like that, I I try to sweep Christian, and I just feel like I'm kicking the bottom of a tree. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Shout out Christian Williams. Yeah. Um, and the black sheep, bro. And the black sheep. That's right. Fighter. Yeah. Yo, that's like my most downloaded episode of the Jag Off Seriously? Hour. Yeah. And it was the most fucked up. Oh, it was, bro. Shot. It was like a 20 minute episode. A 20 minute that's episode. Awesome. 
And we lost like the good part. We of lost the like the other twenty minutes, like oh, or man. like ten minutes yeah. or twenty minutes or. Yeah, it was like obscenely short uh, because like we recorded it and we were just sitting there talking for a long time. We thought we were doing a great podcast, and then, and then I look at my down. computer and I I notice like the screen's off and I just start wiggling it and wiggling it and I was oh, like, guys, let's fuck no. it off. Uh, so yeah, it was. That's awesome as fuck. Though. But yeah. that's like just randomly the most downloaded episode, which I thought was wild. Well, we need to get him back on, man. He's He's got a good story to tell as well, you know. One of those dudes who's been through a lot and has changed as a person through like martial arts and lifting is his shit too. Yeah. He's big into that. Bro, he's massive right now. Just yes. just low key lifting 350. I'm <laughs> feeling great, bro. And feeling great. Literally, every day. It's like another. It's, it's like, a new PR like every other day. Yeah. You know, yeah. The other day it was like 325 for reps. Doing 325 for reps now, he says. And then, like, today, it's like, oh, 350 and feeling great. <laughs> you know, he does this he does this shit, bro. He's out there lifting, getting jacked. Um, which And he's, like, hard to move now. Like, I, when I was doing my buy-in with him. Yeah, he's hard as shit to move. And my teams, bro, my teams did nothing. You know? I was like, whoa. I only wish that he would put the effort of his lifting into... More reps and more explosive reps with maybe lighter weight, simply for the fact that in a fight you have to explode over and over and over and over and over again. You know, like Marshawn Lynch said, you gotta go over and 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 over again. Oh yeah, you know you gotta run through a motherfucker's face. Yeah, and a lot of people can't take that. Over, but, over. Yeah. I can take that. Stop saying over. <laughs> but yeah, man. No, um, you just need to put in like a different type of exercise for combat sports than to get jacked. The two, eventually they meet like a balancing point almost, mm-hmm. but then you get too jacked and you have no cardio. You know, you can be all cardio and no muscle like Colby Covington. And you might do okay, but yeah. you're not going to be, like, the best dude in the world. So you got to get closer in the balance. You know, maybe you're hella cardio and still a little bit of muscle. But eventually you cross over to being just jacked and it doesn't last. There has to be some weight behind your power eventually. For sure. You know, like, you can you can look at how... It's you just look at it however you want. Like that's exactly why there's weight classes. Yeah, I mean, you but know? the thing is, yeah. if you have a long, a long enough frame, my belief, like you or I, could probably go up to two o five. I think so. In the future, if we wanted to. Oh, dude. The but the is... thing is, you have to put the weight on. Oh yeah. In a different way. Yeah. If you put it on John by Jones lifting, if you put it on by lifting fucking just massive weights for like three reps yeah you will get a pump and you can gain a lot of muscle that way but it's not gonna be fast twitch muscle that's not gonna be the highly explosive stuff that's gonna have that kind of endurance oh yeah you have to like one thing that i tell uh like people but one thing that uh, a suggestion that i make is kind of like diversify your portfolio Mm -hmm. right like you know, people talk about it with finance, so you should also do it with physicality, also with, like, your mental game, 
you know, your spiritual game, however, whatever avenue that you're looking for, you should diversify the things within that portfolio. Just by like doing mushrooms. Yeah, of course, bro. Yeah, the, you know, you want to alter your psyche a little bit. That's a that's a good avenue here in town. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, but no, for but you know, for something like that, you know, I'm a martial artist, but I also enjoy free running. Mm-hmm. I am a free runner, but I also enjoy like rock climbing. I like rock climbing, but I also like you know riding motorcycles. And doing all these other things and having, you know, kind of like a jack of all trades things. I would, you know, implore everybody to do that everywhere. Motorcycles are fucking dope, I bro. I love my Harley. I love it. And then I miss, I miss dirt bikes, man. I, mm-hmm. I absolutely miss, man, miss I rode dirt, dirt bikes. bikes as a kid. Yeah. And, and quads and all that. Sick as shit. I miss it. And yeah, there's, there's, yeah. that's also a, it's cool as a thrill in its own, you know. Um, bro, when you're flying down the fucking Thailand streets, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. It's beautiful, yes. uh, dude. When you're flying around here, here's one of the most beautiful places I've ever rode. Uh, I like to. Uh, I hit the mountain up near Pisgah on my Harley. I go a little faster than I'm supposed to most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Um, but dude, I have a. I have a, a such a killer time out there. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. God, it's beautiful out there. It is, man. It is. I mean, I always wonder why fucking uh, why young Sam shout out. Young Sam. Shout out him. The youngest of Sam's. The um, youngest one I know. Youngest one I know for sure. Uh, except my little brother who's the same Shut age. Shut up. <laughs> also named Sam. But. Slightly um, older. But yes. he always goes to the parkway, man. He'll like, he'll get a break from work. Yeah. And then like, we'll see him a couple hours later. And it was like, hey, what, what, what you been up to, bro? Like, because, I don't know, there's an assumption he's young and he's still kind of getting back on track. I was like. You've been out there doing some hood rat shit? And he's like, no, I was just driving on the parkway. And I was like, why do you go driving on the parkway all the fucking time? Yeah. And then, you know, you take a couple rides out there and you're like, damn, okay, I, I kind of get it. I get it's it. It's really nice. nice out here. Yeah, I get it. If you're going to just ride around, then definitely it's nice. And I've been wanting to get like a motorcycle forever. Mm-hmm. But like... It's so cool, but no one in my family or circle supports me in getting a motorcycle. Dude, I don't I'm think all you about should. to get a motorcycle. You can get Why? A motorcycle Why? Why? Because essentially, just that's the whole reason I don't want to get a bike out here. Like, it would be awesome. I'd really enjoy it, but at the same time, I'd risk getting scraped up. Like, I've seen dudes. I've heard so many horror stories when I was in Thailand learning how to drive my fucking bike. Yeah. Uh, but. Literally, there was like two dudes that came and they they were like backpacking together and they both like one dude like uh, hit the side of the road and like the the bike like just rolled over yeah. and their legs were like terribly scraped up. Yeah, yeah there is a lot of uh, we can't afford to do that. There's infection. a lot of risk for sure, for sure. Certainly. But like I want to do this shit like when I'm 30, when I'm like really like not training so hard anymore or something like that because I don't want to risk the infection. And I, I think that. I don't know. That's where my perspective comes in. Well it's two it's two each their own. Everyone everybody's got, you know, like their own uh like their own kind of guiding way. You're fucking you're at fire through and through. And I absolutely love it. Yeah. I love I love it. <laughs> like for me, I like see like a fighter, uh, like fighting martial arts on that's like an avenue that I kind of like to go down. Um, mm-hmm. But 
make no mistake, my roots. That's why I, I like with Project Pantheon as well. That's why I want to include like the action sports Combat, as well, yeah, and Combat and action sports as well. Because like a big thing for me is the uh, like if you look at like the the soldiers who come back from World War Two, like back in the early days in the nineteen forties, you know, early nineteen fifties, um, they all when they got back, it was it was really not like the the easiest for them to like get cars and a lot of stuff like that. A lot of them were broke, but they could get motorcycles. So that's kind of where like the MC like motorcycle culture kind of was born from. Um, oddly enough, was you know soldiers coming back who have that like camaraderie crazy yeah. mentality, but they're the wild. Range. You know they got you know, some wildness. Yeah. They got to do you know? And yeah. so that you know they get these these groups of dudes and motorcycle. And that's another thing I loved about the motocross community is that it was is like dude is like I bet you can't triple that. I bet you won't double that. I bet you can't make it up that hill. You know I bet you can't take this turn as fast mm-hmm. as me. I bet I'll freaking smoke you on this lap. Bro, it's just it. constant that constant yeah. competition. And it is the thing. It's the same thing with you know, like like street boys. Like I love riding my Harley, but I'll never like if I'm riding like my wife when she's riding with me. I don't take risks. Yeah, like I'm no. very, I'm very defensive. I'm very on it. And that's one thing about riding a motorcycle too, at least out on the road, is that there's such a hyper focus yeah. involved. Yeah, like too. I'm not like listening to music. I don't have like shit to fuck with on my phone. I'm not doing this. I am watching. Everything yeah. around me. Cause you let go of that shit, bro. You oh. Oh, I <laughs> definitely. And I'll and I'll say this out there to people too. Like you definitely have to develop experience. Like I'm, I'm proud to say I'm a fairly experienced rider. I've been mm-hmm. riding dirt bikes and motorcycles since I was you know little. So um, and I've been riding Harleys for a, a good a good while now. So I, you know I feel very com- very comfortable um, to where like I don't even really think about the mechanism. I'm just thinking about everything around me because exactly right. Like you said, you do have to be defensive. People do not pay attention to motorcycle riders on the road. So you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but I'll I tell you what, dude. Wise. I will all contrary to whatever. But I'll always fucking encourage that shit there's yeah. nothing like there's nothing like getting behind a motorcycle when you feel right mm-hmm. and you also like feel in tune you're kind of like man machine kind of connected and like, you're like cruising everything around. that I do man is working perfectly with this I can just do I can move this machine exactly yeah. how I fucking want to and it's going to do exactly what I tell it to do and when you get to that kind of synergy that's a really fun place to be Yeah, but it does take time oh for sure oh and it does yeah. absolutely take you fucking falling over a few times it's going to happen yeah gonna happen understandably so yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to take falls to learn in anything i learned mm-hmm. that just through like skating and shit like that but um i've been interested in motorcycles and and all that like for my basically my entire life i always thought it was the coolest shit ever yeah it's you know? fucking dope bro. and i tried to get a motorcycle as my first vehicle and my mom talked me out of it probably wisely so at the time yeah um That's cool. but i was i was shooting for a motorcycle and she shot the other direction and uh you know that's cool and now I, I know how to drive like a car right and that's cool um and it's good to have a car uh as well you can't just have a motorcycle no yeah, yeah. it's definitely recreational unless you're captain america but like yeah unless you're captain america it's the coolest shit ever and i've been interested in a long time and trying to get one and looking and i just don't know what would be a good place to start sure you know, like, at for a bike. Like, yeah. as far as the way that, like, they look, I'm not a big fan of Harley, like, in the style. Sure. Um, I like, like, more of a sport bike style. Or, like, um, BM, like, 
you know the BMW sport bike kind yeah, of Yeah, what you're talking about is like you, you have two, you have the cafe racer style. Yeah. Or the like the, the, the naked bikes is what they call it. So okay. it's just a crotch rocket without the fairing. Yeah. So the naked bikes I like the I, I'm not really shooting for a ninja or nothing like that. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't want like that kind of sports bike. But yeah, yeah. like a regular you know, like like you said, like a regular motorcycle, but I yeah. don't know like what's a good starting bike or, or how to Honestly get what into I would say do you have that. you have any experience at all on motorcycle? I've not ridden a motorcycle. I've ridden dirt bikes before, but not on a motorcycle. You've ridden a dirt bike though. Yeah. That has a throttle yeah. that has a clutch. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's got the the clutch down there. Right? No, the clutch on your hand, and then the gear shifter down oh, at the, the bottom. Oh, the gear shifter's down there. Okay, right? so yes. Okay, so like I mean, if you've ridden a dirt bike, this is what this is what I'll tell everybody. If you've ridden a dirt the bike, kickstart. you have a ba- you have a you have a basic understanding of how to ride. Well, see the thing about most modern you know things nowadays. Now you get a Harley, that's a kickstart. You got to be a pro. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. things, that's a to kick a Harley. It's it takes a little bit of some ass you behind know how, it. You know what I'm saying? Know. Uh, kickstarting a dirt bike not that crazy uh, you still kind of have to have to have some practice uh, it'll it'll kind of launch you off the seat if you don't know what you're doing mm. but most of them nowadays are electric start yeah everything nowadays is electric start the main thing is if you know how to operate a clutch and how to gear and how to shift gears you're, you're solid and yeah. I mean if you know how to ride a bike it's it's you're not pedaling your, your feet are stationary your hands are stationary you're just twisting the throttle and then you know you're just maintaining where you're at your gear so um, if you got a little bit of dirt bike experience dude when you get on a big bike mm-hmm. it's going to be easy but I would recommend you this okay yeah I would I would highly recommend this go to a Harley Davidson place even if you're going to run a slant bike you're going to run a naked bike you're going to run a cafe racer even if you're going to run that go there for the go there service. and do a course okay do do your well. You have to do a course with them anyway yeah. to get your permit. Do it and just listen. Mm-hmm. They like a lot of people are like man, fuck that. I've been riding motorcycles forever. I ain't gonna do that shit. Dude, it doesn't matter how good you are. You go there, you're gonna learn something. There's those guys are really knowledgeable. For sure, they're really good. Um, and it's gonna make you feel comfortable instantly because mm-hmm. you have to you have to ride and yeah. just get in the feel. You have bro. to ride it, you know. And one thing, like here's a little fun fact about motorcycles mm-hmm. that I didn't know for a long time. When you're riding. You're only a credit card's worth of tire on the road at any given time. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's it. You're a credit card's worth of tire on the road at any given time like on a motorcycle. Like in fitness? Yeah. So, like, when a motorcycle is on, right, the part of the tire that's actually contacting that's the ground wild. is just, is just, is literally a credit I think card's it, worth. I think it means, like, flat, not like... I don't think so, bro. You ever seen a motorcycle tire? No, barely no. It's, got wide it's like this. This is the point because of because yeah. of how they the they're, how they bar- curve. they're barely that wide. Yeah. I know, but I was they thinking like thin. just like the base. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, damn, that's wild. Bro. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Um, so like, yeah, you get the feel of it, and once you, you feel so good, bro, dude, I love it. I love pulling through a turn and it just sinking me into the seat. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a there's a place down here. Um, if you ever get a chance to go, like once you gain some experience, I would highly suggest that you hit this spot up. It's called the Tail of the Dragon. It's oh, in uh, Maggie Valley. Uh, it's three. If I'm correct, it's 311 uh, turns over like just a couple miles. Hmm. That sounds um, wild, dude. It's it's banging. It's so fucking cool. You just cruise. Um, yeah, dude. You're going. I mean, it's. I mean, it's technical. It's yeah. like. I mean, it's turn after turn. There's you know, probably longboard dudes who go out there and do that. No, shit too. No, no, nothing no, like that. Uh, Public road. Nope. 
cars. Your, it is cars and motorcycles. Got you. They they have it very specifically for that because like race teams will come out there. Uh, and like, like pro practices. race teams will come and they'll fucking like film and do shit. That's sick. They have this thing. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. We you know we talk about this. They have the same uh, like the tree of death mm-hmm. out there too. Uh, trees where people have like been stupid because they give you the warnings too. They're like, look, if you're not a professional, the trap. What's that? The trap. The treth? <laughs> no, the tree of death. The, the treth. The treth. Got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yes. So they tell you when you go out there, they're like, look, if you're not a professional, don't be stupid. This is where this is a curvy ass road cut out of the side of a mountain. Just don't be dumb because you're yeah. gonna go off. Yeah. You know, just don't be stupid. And they they put the pictures up. They put the pictures up in the shops and showing people wrecking like the the car. They show it all, and they do that to try to convince people. Like, look, man, don't be a moron. Don't be. Just don't go be. out there and have some fucking fun. They're gonna take your picture. You're gonna have some cool moments. You're gonna ride it all day, you know. Yeah. But just don't be an idiot. Have a good time and enjoy yeah, yourself. For sure. Um, and dude, I wouldn't take that away from anybody. Anybody for I I, I want everybody to experience that shit. Yo, dude, you want to hear um, how I learned to ride my, my little, like, motorbike? Yes. So I had no idea how to ride a bike. Like, not oh, even a bicycle, bro. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be and good. I was, like, nervous about that shit. And I was, like, I wish somebody taught me how to ride a bike because, like, my like I get there on a Thursday night and I get to my place uh, at, like, 1130. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, after all the rain, and I just pass the fuck out. Yeah. I wake up next morning, I run, and I got lost because it was dark like it was early early morning. Yeah, I remember so that you I, called me the next day and told me about that or I something. got lost so many times yeah. bro that's awesome though, and dude. I just like always just I was like my phone would always be dead or some shit yeah. I just I'd just keep going and figure my way out yeah 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 uh, but uh, like so like day one goes by and I walk a bunch that Friday Saturday and then it gets to Sunday like it was my third day and my legs were beyond fucking sore yes. it's like I'd been running before like the two trails that I went to <laughs> yeah bro. and uh, then I was just training like crazy and it was like my first two days there and I was told not to train that much and I was like I was like I'm gonna do it because yeah <laughs> so I'll take care of myself now's the time uh, yeah. and luckily for me I didn't get any infections or anything like that and That's that good. was heaven but uh, like it gets to that Sunday and I was like this walking's too much yeah yeah because I was like Friday Saturday I was like man I like walking all this much I was like I don't think I need a bike and I didn't think I'd have to like rent one or anything I was like I'll just take a taxi around if I need to get a taxi yeah 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 and then I get there and everything's like Five, ten kilometers apart, and that's a long fucking way, bro. In the yeah, blazing is. hot Thai sun. Yes, sir. When you're walking it all the time, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I ended up like hitting up e the office manager lady. Shout out her. Uh, but uh, I was like, yo, is there any way I can get a bike today? Because I didn't want to sit in my room all day, but my legs were so fucking sore. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My parents will meet you. I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and they got me a bike and they dropped it off at the gym. 
And then I was talking to them and I was like, yeah, my legs sore, legs sore, like sore. And they're like, oh, we have massage at our house. <laughs> and that's where I like went to the dude's house and he was like a three-star colonel. He had like a big picture of himself and Word. he had like coconuts and shit, bro. They, uh, the day before I fought, I went there again for a massage because they had like one of the best massages, massage masseuses uh-huh. in the uh, area, like whole San Camping. And uh, it was awesome. She was like a 62-year-old woman. I, for, yeah. I forget her name. Just drill holes she in your back. She, she knew what she was doing. It was wild, bro, yeah. because I was like just like breathing, focusing on my breath, and just like relaxing, and eyes closed, and then like. Is it just like you're laying there, kind of a massage, or are they like moving your arms around when they're doing? Okay, cool. That's the type of shit, bro. The massage therapy where they actually will like. Pain a muscle and then move your arm or your leg to stretch the muscle. Like they'd move yeah. it like here yeah. just to massage, and then yeah. they'd move it here to massage, and that's awesome. It was a bunch of shit. It was crazy cheap, bro. But uh, but you feel like a fucking million dollars afterwards, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Every time I got so many. Sorry. Oh, that's you so- look good in that shirt, man. Thank you, man. Yo, I fucking love this shirt. Thank it's you. a nice one. Yeah, man. I wanted I wanted to make sure that they were comfy, like they're comfy that they fit good. I want them to look good, people. You make me look good, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for the shirt, man. Shout yeah. out Project Pantheon, Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Like, I'm so grateful to have went on my journey and, like, just to be back. And, bro, like, yeah. life's fucking crazy, man. Like, we're just rolling right along, and we're about to fight a bunch. Like, Deuce is about to fight, bro. Yeah, man. I'm super I'm super uh, excited for his fights. Me too. Um, I'm super excited for all y'all's fights because I'm a... Um, doing my best to kind of set, I'm setting up like an event schedule right now, uh, for, you know, Project Pantheon to kind of travel like between, cause I want to hit as many events as I can. Uh, and I'm trying to put all these on the calendar, you know, I want to be there. I want to come out there, support, you know, get some film and some footage of you guys and fucking, you know, put y'all's names out there as well. Cause you guys deserve it too. You guys work hard. Um, you guys are great. You guys are great at what you do. You know, I want I want people to see I want people to see that shit as well. That hurt my eyes. Let there be light. Jesus yeah. oh. Christ. Hey, like, in the dark this Yes, whole time? sir. No. There was sunlight. There was sunlight a minute ago. Well, it's kind of overcast and gray outside. Yeah. So, you know, it gets darker a little bit sooner. But yeah, dude, we're all about to fight. And yep. one of the craziest things in the world is like Somehow, some way, some reason, we're all on this. Like we've all met each other, the yeah. same fucking journey, man. Yep, it's wild. And I do not believe in coincidence. Yeah, I think you are where you are for a reason. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, might suck ass right now, but do your fucking best, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be my message to everybody too. Like, doesn't matter where you are on your journey. You're like. You're 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 further today than you were, you know, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And if you and you can always find those advances and make yourself, you know, obviously you feel better about your own situation. Because I, I mean, it'd be stupid to say that I'm perfect and I feel fucking like perfect all the time. And that's, you know where you're going. No, 100% hell, like that's, of the time. that's ridiculous. Like I yeah. look at myself in the mirror, and the mirror talks back to me. Like it knows exactly that shit. It's like, dude. You can fix this, you can fix that, blah, 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 whatever. But you can always find those things that, you know, obviously the, the advances you've made. And then from that, you know, make more. Yeah. Give yourself a list. I know that I can do this and get this done. And then you just think about it. You're like, damn, look, I'm just it's small, little, small goals at a time, even when it sucks. You know, especially when it sucks. This too, it, it'll pass, you yeah. know. 
bad things are going to come, they're going to pass. They're not going to be bad forever. Well, yeah, well, a quote I like, and I forget who said it, but um, they said, um, you'll look back with joy at this time of suffering or something along those lines. Dude, if that's not the most true statement that I know. Yeah. Like, that, that's a fucking fact. You will look back with joy on this, these hard times that you're going through right now. Yeah. Like, you'll look back at the times that sucked ass and you'll laugh at it. You'll laugh about it. Dude, that's, you know? that's the truth. Boot camp <clears throat> is all that for me. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. It gives Dude, you strength. So it gives funny. you character, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, but I'd love to have you back on the podcast sometime soon, man. Like, Dude, thank you guys for having me for so sure, much. Brother. Like, it's fun just having a good conversation, just hanging out. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate you guys giving me a platform to kind of, you know, give the message. Um, you guys are fantastic hosts. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, well, we appreciate having you on, man. It's good to get, like, we like to get diverse guests. Yeah. And uh, there's plenty of people in at least my circle, your circle, our circle, Rogue, and, and the community, man. Yeah. There's plenty of fucking interesting people that we can get up with. Um, shout out Combat Business Success and everybody like who's part of Tribe from uh, the sales meeting we had yesterday and today. Um, like, There's big shit going on out there, bro, and we're collecting... That was huge, We're bro. connecting a lot of different like gems and, and trying to help the community as a whole. So, like, we can help you get... Like, if you talk to Johnny, if you talk to... Phil and some of our other guys like yeah. we know people with other gyms we can get you connected in places for this project man yeah cause um I think it's a great cause and I think it, uh the word deserves to be spread well, I appreciate that yeah I appreciate that a lot um like again like I said and I'll and I'll thank you guys again like more than just you know podcast hosts but you guys are really stellar training partners yeah um and that's like a big deal to me too you know like we get we get to see an intimate side like of each other you know like those moments where like you just don't want to go any further mm -hmm. and you just you see that in somebody and you're like well fuck you dude I'm gonna make you keep going yeah. you know we like you don't get through. to stop man you hey, don't get here. to stop and hey, like, we're here and I, I say that a yeah. lot and I feel we're in this yeah place. and I we're feel that now. Like Let's I go. feel that because there are moments I'm like, God damn it, dude, that. I can't go. I don't have to say it to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, and I just like I can't, <laughs> I can't go another step. And I'm like, but they're not gonna let up. I was like, so I have to, you know, I have to keep fucking going. Yeah. If you show weakness, bro, dude, Isaac will going. eat you. Yeah. So, so that's that's gonna be like my real big, you know, send off to to, to you guys. It's a real big reason why I want to come on this podcast. I want to thank you guys for being such stellar training partners, um, and thanks for being good human beings, man. Yeah, thank um, you. Man. That's why. That's honestly why you know I, I gave you guys shirts because you guys exemplify exactly what I'm trying to highlight to the world. You know, and I I really fucking appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you good examples for people to follow, and I want people to see that. So, um, all we've again, done thank is, you. Yeah, all we've done, man, different from anybody else is just I think both in both of our situations. This happened a little bit differently, but we've invested literally everything into what we want to do, and that's what it takes. You know. That's like, you've put your life behind it at this point. Like, you're not doing shit else but training <laughs> and training other people. And, and getting fit and getting yeah, ready, right? bro, and you're, inspiring you're, people. You're doing what you want to do all the fucking time. You've invested your whole life into it. Yeah. Me, at this point, I have Megan and I have Rogue and I have shit else. Like, that's it. The people at Rogue, the community there, I have my family and Megan and, like, yeah. you know, them and then Rogue. And that's like my whole life. That's where everything is right now. Yeah. 
you know. So. No worries, man. You also got the Jags family. Don't even worry. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like encompassed yes. in Rogue. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Something like that. But yo, fucking dude, this is the longest podcast we've ever done. Hey. Shout out that. Hell yeah, dude. Let's Hell yeah. go. Love to be a part of we it. We somehow actually planned and didn't get here too late. No. But yo, good fucking shit, man. Uh shit like shout out y'all man shout out rogue shout out santa shout out project pantheon bro yes, sir. some cool ass fucking shirts check out our boy i'll leave his shit in the description um but i hope this was like a great start to your week or a great end to your week and thank you again for coming on the Absolutely, podcast bro. Man. thank you so much guys hella really high fives that. bro hella, hella high fives. <laughs> Later. good shit